Hey guys, welcome back to the Sister Talk podcast. Welcome back to the Sister Talk podcast. Where Felix <laughs> and I continue the marriage series, answering all the questions you guys sent in. Yep, it's going to be great. Yes. So today, Felix, mm-hmm. we are going to discuss a topic for the single ladies. For the single yes. ladies. And the question has been sent in from a lovely young woman whom I know personally. And she's asking... She's great, by the way. How can I steward my guy relationships and my heart as a single lady? Mm. I think that's a good question. That is a great question. Because there's so much teaching everywhere in the church. Yeah. I think like, you know, pro-dating, don't date, protect your heart. I don't know. Come out of the tower and show like, you know, I've heard like, I heard like when I said the tower, I heard like a teaching once when I was a student at Mm. ministry school. And she was saying, ladies, like, come out of the tower and see all the beautiful flowers and find your prince. Don't wait for him to come up to you in the tower. And And rescue you. And rescue you, yeah. But then I've also heard, you know, other things like dating is evil. (laughs) Not evil. (laughs) I don't know if anyone ever was exposed into that teaching. Yeah, lots of opinions. Lots of opinions, yeah. And I think it's a good one to discuss. And also lots of stories. Lots of stories, yeah. It's worked out differently for so many people. Mm-hmm. But I I reckon there's probably some like fundamental um, Truth. truths that any yeah. person can hold to. Yeah, when tips, it, the tips and, tricks tips and tricks of being single. Yeah, and how to like, especially the question is like, how do I steward my heart and uh-huh. guy relationships? But I think ultimately we're coming down to the heart again mm-hmm. of like, yeah, because when you're single – anyone you meet could potentially be the next husband especially like if you're interested in the guy mm-hmm. um how the to, next husband like no sorry your potential <laughs> yes. you know yeah and yeah. i i sometimes forget what it's like even though you know i've been we've been in a relationship we've been together now since 2018 so not that long but i have almost <laughs> forgotten what it feels like to be single you know yeah that's true i actually noticed um recently i went to the city remember the story i told you I went to the city yeah. without Felix and I absolutely immediately noticed the difference of when I'm with him and when I'm not with him in in the attention I would get from men. Like just they would look at me or they would like, you know, smile at me or whatever. Uh-huh. When I'm with you in public, that never happens. Mm-hmm. Like they, I think they immediately see couple and they don't even allow their minds to think, oh, potential mate, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then suddenly I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot what this is like, you know. <laughs> Not not that I'm like yeah, super yeah. pretty, like not to like elevate myself well, in that. Well, you are super yes. pretty. Okay. Yes. Thank you. But like, I think that it's just a general experience of mm. single girls and single guys. Like mm. you're you're always wondering at the back of your mind, maybe not the forefront, but like, oh, is this going to be my husband? No. Mm. Is this one? No. Like you're looking, whether you're like intentionally doing it or it's just a passive thing. There's something in your heart that's like. Who will it be? When will it happen? It's yeah. curiosity. And um, yeah. and how do you actually manage that healthily? You know, how do you uh-huh. allow yourself to be open but protect yourself from being hurt, keep it, those relationships pure and healthy um, but still take risks, you know? Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Yeah, that's a good thought. Yeah. Good question. And, like, I mean, I don't know the real situation from where this question is coming from, mm-hmm. like what her personal life looks like. But we'll we're gonna tackle the answer in a way that's broad that could probably like speak to a multiple different situations I mm-hmm. think because we're not we're looking at some 
like key heart um, positions that we can take as single people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so there's two ways we can take this. There's the there's the how to keep your heart pure in it and protect your heart. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other side of how to make yourself available. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously it's not one or the other; it's both and, but with wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. As I'm speaking, are you think has anything come to mind that you would want to touch on that you think is really important when you're single to keep in mind? I mean, you're a guy, so now it's coming from the opposite perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So first of it all, um, because this topic is so broad it's almost not possible that we cover every possible scenario or every possible route one can take. Uh, Obviously, we have our own experiences and Mm -hmm. the way we stewarded our singleness Mm -hmm. and uh, also our relationships with the opposite sex before we were in in a relationship. Mm. And um, I can share from my personal experience. Mm. Do you want me to do that? Yeah, nutshell, kind of. Yeah, like, not the whole life story. Yeah, not the whole life story. <laughs> so um, when I came to ministry school, I knew uh, first things have to come first. I have to understand my identity in Christ yeah. and become a whole person. And I think um, that is like, you know, step number one, mm-hmm. so to say, you know, become whole. Just become um, you as before you steward any relationship steward yourself absolutely before you steward or before you can actually go there and think about relationship or think about how should i you know approach this whole season of dating or how should i behave with the opposite sex Mm. um i feel like a big chunk of that comes into place as you steward your own life yeah Uh, for example i've heard it said that you know if you want to have a quality woman as a guy you know if as as a girl if you want to have a quality man if you want to marry a quality man what are you doing to become a quality woman yourself yeah what are what are you doing yourself yeah before all of that relationship stuff happens yeah and um if 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 that realm in a sense is covered if that area is covered and you're intentionally stewarding your own personal life Mm -hmm. there will like there will be an emerging of some sort of boundaries that already put the opposite sex into a place yeah. that is healthy. Yeah. So what I mean by that as an example, for mm. me personally, I was like, all right, because I'm going to steward my own life, I actually will not allow myself to come too close to the opposite sex. Mm. And what I mean with that, to open, I will not open my heart to any girl relationship i will be very very intentional with the signals that i'm sending to to girls even though i misunderstood them even though yeah even though you know i was still a friendly guy i wasn't like a cold you know cold dude and looking back you know i was very friendly to maria even though i didn't like her like in a romantic way but i was really really friendly to her and complimenting her yeah but that was just out of my heart out of the genuineness of my heart Mm. But um, I could have stewarded that a little bit better. But, mm. you know, we ended up marrying. So That's actually real, though. Like, I think many girls get, you know, I've been one of them where, like, there's many friendly guys out there mm. and they don't necessarily have a romantic um, interest. interest in you. But it's so easy to misread it because, like, there just isn't, there's, a, there's like a mass of men who actually don't know how to be friendly um, 
without wanting to have something back. Do you know what I mean? Oh, uh-huh, yeah. So, like, I mean, for me, when I met you, when you were like, oh, you look so beautiful today. Look at that beautiful outfit. That's and, not my accent. <laughs> and then hugging me close and probably that was a no, you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, I mean, I loved it because I, I liked you. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that the issue is that I was so used to, men not being affectionate um, or not being comfortable with their feelings Mm -hmm. that when I saw some feelings or whatever affection, I immediately thought, Oh, he must like me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, And that's also the other side mm -hmm. because it is not just, there's always like, this is why it's hard to put it all in a box or to create some sort of formula Mm -hmm. because it's coming from two sides. There's the people. Yeah. There's the messenger who mm-hmm. sends out a message, like mm-hmm. I sent out a message to Morea and it was from my side unrelated to any romantic uh, pursuits or whatever. Mm-hmm. But because Morea received the message in a certain way through a certain lens and also the desire to meet her husband, yeah. she interpreted it in a different way. Yeah. So, so there are always two sides and you can't control everything and don't get too caught up in all of this Yeah. because otherwise you'll try to just control everything. I'm just saying... Yeah. To come back to what I was originally saying, yeah. uh, just steward your own life and just be aware. Have a general awareness of what signals you're sending mm-hmm. to the opposite sex. Yeah. And um, and then ultimately, that also should be just a fruit. You know, the or your awareness of how you behave should be a fruit mm. of um, the motive of becoming a whole, genuine, healthy person mm. in the pursuit of Jesus, ultimately, mm. in the pursuit of yeah. Jesus and then and then the health is like is like an expression yeah. of your pursuit of Jesus. Absolutely. And also I would just add like yeah. never never hesitate to ask what's what what the dynamic is, you know, to actually mm. yeah. because so much so much of the time when women uh, get caught up in relationships that actually aren't healthy or don't end up as them dating, but it's like years or months of like entertaining the thought uh-huh. and it gets deeper and messier and yeah. tangled and painful and like just just ask him hey do you like me like what's i feel this way like because in the end of the day you don't want to waste your time with a guy that doesn't end up being your husband like when you do meet your husband and you mm-hmm. look back on the months you spent with like entertaining the thought of dating someone else or like just getting stuck in an insecure mm-hmm. place when you're actually married you're going to look back and be like oh my gosh why didn't i just cut it off you know like <laughs> i look back like once we're married uh-huh. like you, every the lens you see dating changes. I feel like once you're married, at least for me, yeah. looking back, yeah. I'm like, what was I like? Why did I spend so much time getting caught up in like what ifs and insecurities yeah. and never actually confronting stuff and yeah. like it's at the end like marriage is the long term goal. Goal. It's yeah. the end. And with I think it's easy to see dating as a bigger thing than it really is once you're on the other side of it. Do you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like Christianity in eternal life in a sense. Like <laughs> when we, you're in heaven, you're when like, you're in heaven, <clears throat> you're gonna look back and be like, oh, what? Why did I care about? Why like, was I afraid? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I think the same with 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 relationships. Uh-huh. They feel like much higher stakes in dating than they really are in some sense. Like the emotional uh-huh. to entanglement when you could really just be adult to adult, communicate clearly, and be like, hey. 
Um, I just want to ask you, what, where are we going? Do you like me? I'm reading s- signals like this. <laughs> what do you feel? And Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. what you're basically saying is to just have an open communication yes. from the yeah. beginning. Totally. Because... Well, because, not right, like not from the very yeah, beginning, yeah, but yeah, when yeah, things yeah. start looking, totally, yeah, like totally. This also <laughs> has to be held in the balance of not being weird. You know, you're like meet a guy on the first day. Hey, hey I you like you. me? I saw you watching <laughs> watching me. You know, you yeah, like me? <laughs> I noticed you have beautiful eyes, sparkling blue eyes. Oh my god, no! <laughs> like, don't be weird. Obviously, like you probably understand the context in which we say all of this. Mm. Like, don't be, don't, don't. Uh, I don't know, have now a conversation with every guy, you know, whether yeah. or not he likes you. But yeah. if you, if you, if you, if you like meet a guy and you feel like, okay, he is something or, or he like, the, there's a genuine, there's a genuineness about our relationship. And I personally could totally foresee us becoming, you know, a married couple, which is the goal. Mm. Um, you don't want to date somebody just for the sake of trying somebody out because people are not cars. You can't just sit in and try it out, mm, you know. Yeah. I think I think if, but then, but, but then again, obviously, you have to have time to get to know somebody. This is your personal conviction, though. Like I've that is other true. other other people will That's say, it, actually, guys, just have a low stakes coffee with someone, just get to know them. Exactly. So the dep- like honestly, this is another thing I say to people. Yeah. What do you believe? What is your conviction? That's a good like, word. Like, don't just do what someone else told you to do. That is a good word. Like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. For me personally, a lot of people said, you know, just take it, go on dates, you know, low stakes date, get to know people. But I, my personal conviction was like, I actually don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to, I want to meet a promising man that I'm like, yep, yeah, this one I could totally see myself yeah. with. Because you also, you also stewarded that dream. Yeah. Since you were a child. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like Maria literally has lists of her dream husband well, from her. That's another story. I did write lists as a teenager. Yeah. And then. I looked at it later and I was like, this is kind of selfish. And I threw it out. Yeah. You know? But what I was getting at is yeah. these lists from back then, they yeah. totally resemble me. Oh, yeah. Like absolutely. you wanted to marry a German. Yeah. I'm German. You it's know? true, actually. Which is completely out of the box for an Australian in a rural little village somewhere, yeah. you know? Yeah. But what I'm saying is you had this conviction because because you were stewarding that kind of conviction and that dream mm. from like, from little on. That yeah. why That's why dating in a sense didn't really work for you mm. like or every yeah. time every time you were I had dating and, yeah because you're like actually your heart actually believed no I'm, i believe that god really has a guy for me yeah that's why dating wasn't an option for you in a sense yeah and even was, though i liked a lot of guys and entertained the idea of being someone's girlfriend but it just never worked out you know yeah like felix was my first oh no i had a <laughs> i dated one guy for like long distance five months but it wasn't Mm -hmm. very deep or serious but felix is basically my first real actual relationship yeah because then all of a sudden when you met me or when it clicked in a sense yeah you're like yes 100 percent. it makes so much sense it just made sense and the same it was the same way for me it just made sense because similar to maria i made up my mind together with god i was like god i'm just gonna trust you for my wife Mm. i will not seek her I will not look. I will not go out and look for her. Mm. But again, as Maria just said, that mm. that was my personal conviction. Yeah. I was so convinced that that will be the way I will meet my wife. Yeah. That it actually happened like that. Yeah. And I think I think just to re-emphasize what Maria just said, I think that was really really good, and we want to empower you also with that. Um, you know, you have to find out for yourself yeah. what is actually the thing. Yeah. 
What's your What's your conviction? Yeah, what like is you, your between conviction between you and God? And just own it. Like, yeah, don't like. Yes, be open to new teaching. If someone says something new, like for me, the new thing was date people. You know, and for the longest time, I was not pro that idea. And then actually, just before I met Felix, I thought, you know what? Maybe they're right. Let me try. Mm-hmm. And in one week or two weeks, three guys, no, yeah, one or two weeks, three guys asked me out. Mm. And I kind of said yes to one of them, no, two of them. <laughs> but then Felix just literally snatched me up before I even had the chance to date them. So, yeah. So, like, I don't know, the timing is interesting too. I wonder if it's yeah. because my heart opened to the idea that suddenly, like, it was the same time, you know, mm-hmm. that men suddenly noticed me. Yeah. But, um, but, I think a huge thing is like, and it's not just for this purpose, but in everything, the best thing you can do as a single person is steward who you are Mm -hmm. and steward what your convictions are, what your beliefs are, what you stand for and what you believe. And like this, like, and don't, don't be so easily swayed by teachings and ideas, but like really get real with God. Mm. What are you believing for? Yeah. And what's your conviction? Do you believe that you're, you want to just date a few people until you meet him? you believe that's the right way or is it like i believe there's this guy somewhere god already knows who he's going to be so i don't need to stress like mm-hmm. follow your conviction with faith if you do it without faith then it's i don't i wouldn't support it but if you fully are putting faith and you your your view your vision your vision for a healthy marriage is there your vision for a healthy man mm-hmm. you know what you're looking for you know what not to look like what's good what's bad mm-hmm. um and also, I just yeah. want to add, I just had this thought actually yeah. that, um, you know, when we when we talk about healing, for example, um, it's important for us to realize that actually God wants to heal much more than we want to see the healing. Mm-hmm. And I think the similar thing or the same thing actually applies with relationship or marriage mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. If you have in your heart that you want to be married and you you know that you're not you know, one of these people who who decided to dedicate their their lives to Jesus alone without being married, mm. um, then you know that dream, that desire, is in the heart of God, much much more than in your heart. Yeah, He wants you to find He wants you to find your mate Himself. Mm. You know, so um, yeah. Actually, for me, that was a good. It, the whole area of of trusting God with it was a with it was a beautiful process of actually trusting him mm. actually actually uh, also becoming aware that in some areas i did not believe that god really is that good mm. you know and so i had to go on like this route of repentance and then coming back to his goodness yeah. where i then eventually started believing yeah god really god has somebody for me yeah, i was completely totally. convinced of yeah, that totally there's two things yeah. I want to say. I think, I mean, we want to try and keep these short, so we try to wrap it up. But there's yeah. two things I want to highlight um, about stewarding the heart. Um, one thing is like, how are you processing singleness with the Lord? You know, um, for me, I decided to be fully authentic in my desire. Like whenever that people were like, who wants to get married? You know, someone preaching from the front. I mm. was like the first to shoot my hands up in the air and be like, yes, I do. You know, like I got rid of the shame of desiring to meet someone. I don't even know why I had that shame, but I think it's common. Many girls are like too embarrassed to admit that they actually want that. When yeah. it, the everybody, most people, not everybody, but 
a lot of people want to meet someone. Yeah. So I'm and just, there's no shame in that. Yeah. And then also I was authentic in my time alone with God in pain or in like, where is he? Like I would cry with Jesus. Mm. Actually, I used to imagine that I would like kneel on, on the floor with my head on the bed and imagine that the bed was Jesus' lap. And my head would be on his legs crying. And I would imagine him like just patting my head. Yeah. And that was so healing for me. It's you know? so beautiful. And I would pray, God, I really want to meet my husband. Please, I want to meet my husband. But before that, I actually never asked him. You know, like I wanted to get married, but I never talked about it or asked God because I assumed, duh, he already knows. Mm. But in doing that, I trapped a real emotion in, your heart. in my heart and ignored it, yeah. you know. And, and in a sense, you didn't bring that area into relationship yeah, with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like a friend. She had just met her husband and I was like, wow, how did that happen? And she's like, well, a year before I met him, I realized I actually never asked God for my husband. Mm. And I was like, oh, oh, I've not done that either. And so I actually started mm. to ask God, I would like to meet my husband. And I, mm. I actually started sharing my heart with God and mm. crying and hmm. And then dreaming and like then God started saying, hey, write, let's write a dream list together. What would your marriage look like? What would your husband be like? And mm. I wrote a list of like, oh, he would just be a man after God's heart. And it wasn't a list of like what I'm looking for as much, but more just like a list where I let my heart dream and mm. let my heart hope again. You yeah. know? So it came from a heart, a place of hope and dreaming, not so much like a criteria. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that's one thing I wanted to hit on. Mm-hmm. Sorry to, yeah, to, to cut. <laughs> no, Sorry. go ahead. Go like ahead. to steward your heart by being authentic with God. Yeah. Which can I just quickly yeah. throw that something in yeah. there? Mm -hmm. Which again, for in my personal experience was different. I never prayed for my wife. <laughs> I never prayed like, God, I want to meet my wife. I never prayed that. Mm. Because I, I just, what I prayed though, what I said was, God, I fully trust you with this whole process. Yeah. I will not ask you for it because I already know that you have somebody. I already know that you are present in my future. Mm. You see, he actually, back in the day before when I was single, he saw this day right now yeah. where we are recording this podcast. Yeah. And he knew that Maria is the one that I'm going to marry. So I said, God, I put my whole trust mm. in you knowing that person and I will meet her in due time. Yeah. I trust you with this. Mm -hmm. And so, again, you have to find out what is your conviction and what yeah. is your authentic expression. How far does your faith stretch? Well, I, I wouldn't even say how far does your faith stretch. Uh -huh. I would say what is, what is an, a genuine and authentic um, approach to this whole uh, process of finding your mate yeah. with God. Yeah. It has to be authentic from your heart. Yeah. You can't live off anyone's else, anyone yeah. else's yeah. experience. That's absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. Just can't... wanted to throw that in as yeah. a balance yeah. to wrestle with this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and also yeah. like to be while you're single, be intentional with your singleness. That's something I always tell people. Like when you're single, it's easy to just think, oh, one day. I'll meet him and then life starts. Mm -hmm. But oh, while yeah. you're single, be intent, do things that you could never do once you're in a relationship, you know, Re like discover who you really are, fall in love with the person God made in you. Like what are your interests? What are your hobbies? Where do you want to go? What do you want to travel? You have freedom to do whatever you want while you're single. Not that it changes when you marry someone, but it's just slightly different. Which comes again back to, it's just a, 
you know, a connection to what we said in the beginning, which mm. is steward your own singleship, singleness. Yeah. Steward yeah. your... Don't view that life starts when you meet someone because that's not really true. Yeah. Your life is already happening and you get to choose where you're taking your life right now. Totally. Also, um, yeah, actually, one thing that helped me, I mean, this is just me. Again, these are just our stories, so we don't want you to copy us. Mm-hmm. But I remember um, being in a worship... I was in a worship set... Like I was at church and they were worshiping and I had an encounter with Jesus where I was just bawling and just in love with him, just like weeping of because of how much I love Jesus. Mm. And I really felt like he came close and I just said to him, because it was a real idol in my heart to meet my husband for a long time. I think I was 20 then or 21. And I said, Jesus, I'll give you, <laughs> I don't know if this, I don't know, but this is what I yeah. said. I'll give you until I'm 26 just to be completely single focused on you. So that was like five years, I guess. And you know what's funny is I, I got married at 26. Huh. That's funny. Yeah. Um, that was in 2014 that I had that encounter. And I was like, Jesus, I'll give you until I'm 26. So what ended up shifting in my perspective? Yes, I still wanted to meet my husband. But I was intentionally living as though I was giving him these years as a single person. Mm-hmm. And that just helped me like break out of this like thinking that life wouldn't start until I meet my husband. Yeah. Which is my story again. Yeah. But the other thing I want to touch on yes. is how to be like live in purity and healthy with guys and with your heart. And I want I was wondering if you could actually, you know, you told me that before you met me, before you met your wife, you asked God to make you a husband before you became a husband. Mm-hmm. What did you mean when you asked God yeah, that? That's a very good question. And I think all of that is really, really like it's such a such a crucial thing, which again ties back to the thing that we said in the beginning, steward your singleness, steward mm-hmm. your own life before you drag somebody else into your mm-hmm. <laughs> brokenness. You know, <laughs> No, I said that on purpose. But but also there is some truth to that because mm-hmm. like you don't want to actually have a partner or or if you can avoid um, certain conflicts, processes, problems mm-hmm. in your relationship through stewarding your singleness and mm-hmm. getting whole, yeah. that's wisdom. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying become perfect before you're ready for, for a relationship yeah. because that, you will never have a relationship mm-hmm. then. And Maria and I, we are going through processes and mm. we are learning and growing together. And that's mm. beautiful. However, there are some foundational things that have to be in place. Or if they are in place, they make things much, much <laughs> easier and more delightful. Mm-hmm. Much more. So <laughs> praise God for that. Um, and so what I said, uh, as Maria just said, yes, I, I said to God, okay, Lord, I will go to ministry school. And for the whole first year... I have two goals. I want to grow in intimacy with you and get to know you. Mm. And I want to become a husband before I become a husband. Mm. Or in other words, what I also said was, I want to be, I want to learn how to be single so that I can actually stay single when I'm married. What and do you mean by that? What I, what I mean by that is, did I ever tell you that actually? No. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's very deep in my heart. I actually said that often to God. I want to be single so that I can stay single when I'm married. What I mean by that is, um, as we as we also said in a, in a different podcast, I think, um, 
you can't expect your spouse to complete you. Mm. You can't expect your spouse to fill something in your heart mm. and to give you the affirmation that you need mm. that actually Jesus is supposed to meet. Mm. Um, so in a sense, not being single or if you if you're like if you are single right now and you are not content, you are not fulfilled and fulfilled. Mm. And there's something missing in your heart and you expect or, or you're like dreaming about a husband because then you think that your heart will be a little different or you feel you will feel more affirmed, more beautiful pursued. Mm. If that is actually something that applies to your heart right now, then I would I would recommend for you to actually um, seek out what your heart really needs and where the Lord is not meeting your heart mm. because no human can fulfill that mm. because actually that is pretty unfair if you if you go into a relationship with that kind of expectation because what you're doing you're burdening your spouse mm. with a weight that only Jesus is able to bear yeah only Jesus is able to um, to carry that weight of meeting your need or meeting your I wouldn't call it a weight though. It's like a, it's, that makes it sound like you are a burden, <laughs> but like the desire, the needs that we have, Yeah. there are certain needs. Like, yeah, it's a weight for the husband, mm -hmm. but for Jesus, it's his pleasure. A hundred percent is its you pleasure. Know? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's true. <laughs> but, but, but it is a burden mm. for your husband. Yeah. If you put that on your husband, yeah. that it becomes a crushing burden, actually. Yeah. It's for Jesus. That's all he wants because he is pure love. He can't even help himself by yeah. doing anything different. Yeah. Like he is he, love. He can't help but love you. He can't help himself. Yeah. He's just, he's, out of his nature, is just like love, yeah. you know? And yeah. Even though we are called to do that as well. Um, Sometimes we make mistakes, <laughs> little oopsies. Yeah, or we, <laughs> no. no human can take the place of God in your heart. Yeah, that's what I'm actually yeah. wanting to say. And <laughs> Good so, word, preacher. Yeah, yes. So, um, becoming a husband before I became a husband to me also meant that I do not want to have. I do not want to have to change the relationships that I have to girls as soon as my wife mm. steps onto the platform. Yeah, that's a good question. Like you could ask yourself now with your male friends, whoever's listening, if you suddenly were to meet your husband t tomorrow or today, would it change or affect the way you relate to your other male friends? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good check-in. That's yeah. a good like, oh, have I crossed too many boundaries? Yeah. If you like envision yourself being married, having a spouse you know, in your evening hangout barbecue with some other people, hmm. how would the dynamics change? Yeah. And obviously, again, we're not saying don't talk to any other men mm. <laughs> because obviously you have to have a conversation with a guy if you want to find your husband, you mm. know. But <clears throat> from, the, from, the, from the depths of your heart, you know, from the, uh, like, what is your heart receiving from this relationship mm. with a guy or then with a girl if you're a guy listening yeah um and and would that be actually an inappropriate mm. receiving if you would be married right now yeah that's such a good word that helped me so so much actually my mentor he's an amazing man of god sven <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome he actually he he told me that he said if you have to change your relationship with a girl uh, or if you have to change your relationship with women um, if you would be married right now, 
you're doing something awfully wrong right now. <laughs> and he said that to my face and it struck my heart and it stayed with me until now, you know, and yeah. now I'm giving this to you. And this is such a, like it would be, it's a treasure. If you were to go hang out one-on-one with a girl right now, like other than me as a married couple. You mean me? Yeah, if you now. Yes. Yeah. You're like, sorry, Marie, I'm going to go hang out with whatever, a woman. Yeah, Lauren. S- Lauren. I don't know We're going to go and have a coffee yeah. and then walk around the, the lake together. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, what? Hang on. <laughs> what? Or like, <laughs> Maria, while you're out, I invited like Susie over for coffee. Do you mind? Like that would be very weird. It would be so weird. If you had a woman come into our house, you know, without me being here. Yeah. So yeah. there's like, there's certain ways you can live. And maybe like it looks different. like um, Culturally. Culturally as well from where you come from. Mm-hmm. But you know in your heart, like feel the conviction of your heart. Like am I actually giving too much of my personal space, yeah. of my heart, my yeah. intimate parts of myself mm-hmm. to a, a guy or a person of the opposite sex right yeah. now? Yeah. Or um, or is this this healthy? You yeah, know? that's really good what you said with feel the conviction of your heart. Yeah. And not just the one of your heart, but the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Yes. The That's holy, big, yeah. Like technically, you don't need anyone <laughs> to help you with this mm. because you have the Holy Ghost. Absolutely. Jesus said he is the teacher. He will lead you into all truth. So yeah. you don't have to be actually worried about anything. Mm. You just have to be in a right relationship with the Holy Spirit where you allow him to convict your heart yeah. and where you allow him to redirect you. Yeah. So maybe this is a different, another question actually that we want to state to you, uh, which is how is the level of surrender to the Holy Spirit in your life right now? Yeah. Are you actually the one in control over your life or is it the Holy Spirit that gets to direct you? Do, mm. you, do you give the Holy Spirit complete freedom to lead you wherever, mm-hmm. including to your husband or to your wife? Or is, is the Holy Spirit, you know, or do you actually grieve the Holy Spirit by not being surrendered to him mm. and constantly making your own willful decisions that that end up leading to i don't know just just consequences that are painful yeah 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 true also yeah that's consequences that are painful like please girls don't settle for less you know if you if you're like man there's no one out there i'll just go with this guy it's actually gonna make your life worse like the consequences don't do it (laughs) are gonna be so much worse than how you were being single beforehand oh my god like every girl that i know who was having was doing okay and then suddenly like her life went down a big valley for a season and then she finds jesus and gets saved or whatever those valley seasons in my opinion they often start with a guy she dated that was just not good for her um, mm. And like the desire to be loved and met and known can sometimes be so strong that it drives us to do th- stupid Silly things. Silly things, yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Please let that desire be filled by Jesus because yeah. meeting the wrong guy and like a li- like locking your life in with his is going to be the worst thing you could ever do to yourself. I promise <laughs> you. I promise you. There's no like don't don't like twist it to make it, oh, but you know, no one else loves me or maybe, but he's really, he's lost, but he's, you know, he has, I have hope for him or like, unless the Holy Spirit is like, no, this is the right guy for you. Yeah. Please don't, 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 don't lower your standard. Yeah. You know, or your value or your value, which again comes back. Sorry, I cut you yeah, off. No, you it's fine. No, I, well, I was thinking of the flip side as well. Yeah. Like, cause then, 
your a lot of women's dream man is a 40 year like if you actually look at the qualities of this man yeah. he's like a 40 year old married man with three children you know and yeah. there's certain qualities that a man will grow into as he matures so yes. know the balance between like maybe we could do another podcast on what to look for in a guy because there's certain qualities it's that are timeless in a man yeah um you're like um so yeah Keep your standard high, but yeah. recognize what what parts of that standard are things that he grows into as he matures, mm-hmm. and what are things that are actually like non negotiables while he's a young man single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, if you if that is something that would interest you, or if you have any other thoughts or uh, more questions connected mm. to this whole topic, please ask us. Um, shoot a shoot a text message to Maria. Shoot a message to Maria, mm. and we're gonna talk about it. Mm. Um, but yeah, what I wanted to say. Um, as you were saying, don't lower your standard. Yeah. For me, that is totally connected again back to the thing that we said at first, yeah. steward your own singleness, which does not only mean like become a great single or be happy just with yourself. I think it also has something to do with an absolute conviction of your value and your worth. Yeah. That you are, and this is actually, I want to say this to you as you are listening right now, You are, to all the girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> you are so valuable for a guy or you are worth for a guy to lay down his life Absolutely. and pursue you yeah. and fight for you. You are valuable. Um, you, you are worth the best. Yeah. You are worth the best. Mm-hmm. And if you, don't, if you don't believe that actually, you know, bring that into conversation with God. Yeah. Because you have to be convinced that you are worth the best. Yeah. Otherwise... You will end up with, with you know, secondhand, quote unquote. You know, mm-hmm. there are no secondhand humans. Obviously, I'm not talking about <laughs> the value of humans, but I'm 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 saying that humans, because we have a free will, they are people who steward their own life. They steward their character. They pursue Jesus with their whole life. They live a surrendered life, and yeah. the fruit of that is amazing and beautiful. That's the guy you want. Yeah. But on the other hand, there are also people who choose to not do that. They, yeah. they choose to live on a lower standard. They choose to live as a victim in the world. And many people choose relationship for their own selfish needs. Exactly. Do you really want a man that marries you or dates you just because it makes him feel more like a man? Exactly. Or do you want a man who wants you because he wants he loves you so much, believes in you and is willing to lay his life down for you? Yeah, yeah. I actually heard an amazing definition of uh, of marriage. Mm-hmm. What, what is marriage? And um, this guy said that marriage is um you know a covenant relationship a friendship um or it is it is the service uh, oh man <laughs> i butchered it a little bit well contextual he basically said it is um the champion exactly this is what it is the championing one another mm. into their glory selves Through sacrificial service. So good. That's what it is. That's so good. The, so yeah. the championing of one another into their glory selves, into what who God created them to be, mm-hmm. through sacrificial service and laying down yourself. Yeah. That's the word, yourself. You know, Marriage is actually the most down. radical expression of love there is. Yeah, and, and the best you, training camp for that. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> it's marriage is actually super radically selfless. Yeah. And... Um, anything less than that is going is actually not going to work very beautifully. In a sense, anything less than that is not marriage the way God intended it exactly. to be. Exactly, and so I think it's even good that we're saying this because mm-hmm. as a single girl, you want to have a vision 
for what you're going to marry into. What is marriage going to be for you? What's your marriage vision? Yeah. And like follow that path, mm. you know. Um, oh, I had something that came to my mind. I thought it was really important and I forgot. Sacrificial service? Uh, Laying down oneself? I can't remember now. Maybe it will come back to you later. Yeah. And it will come back to me. But I think that is a really, really good point, Maria. Ah, that's what it was. Ah. Yeah. So maybe some of you are listening to us describe what marriage is meant to look like. And you're like, I've never seen that anywhere. Like not in my parents, not in my church friends, not in like the, the single men here. Like, and maybe I would suggest that, like, I mean, ask the Lord as well. But maybe where you live, there's like around you right now, that isn't a thing that's not in the culture it's not normal um so find out where and it's not just for the sake of meeting a husband but find people who live the way you want to live as a christian exactly and surround yourself in a healthy community where such a culture is is lived yeah find your man there exactly maybe the reason you can't Mm -hmm. find a man of quality is because the culture and the community you live in does not produce yeah exactly and if you think about it, maybe maybe your your first thought now is like, well, you think I should move abroad, you know, just to meet my husband? How selfish or whatever or how <laughs> weird, you know, how, how what, a, what a crazy thought, you know. But if you think about it, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe you're in your 20s listening right now or however old you are. It doesn't really matter, actually. But if you think about it, you will spend like 70 years with this one person. Mm-hmm. You will like this person's life, the way this person stewards their own life will affect your life in such a profound way that it will it will it it, it will have its effect and its consequences in your personal life mm. as, as well. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if, if you meet somebody that, that has like this individual desire and conviction like Maria, for example, mm. I want to lay down my whole life for the cause of the gospel and for Jesus. Mm. You know, that is some that is someone that was in my that heart. That filter into your marriage. I was like, man, I want to marry a woman that is a revivalist. You know, yeah. I want to marry a person that is just sold out for the gospel no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because that is who I am. I am sold out for the gospel. I want to live the rest of my life for Jesus. Yeah. Not for myself and not for whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but for Jesus. Mm-hmm. I have determined that in my life. Yeah. So if I would now think... To be married to a woman that does not have that conviction, my life would be a pain. <laughs> my gosh. Like my, um, my, I don't know, my heart feels even sad. Like thinking about that, my heart feels grieved and sad about that. Yeah. Because like, oh, you, yes, okay. I'm just very passionate yeah. about that because and I because I see the importance for that and I want I want to stress that mm. to all the single people that are listening don't settle for less when it comes to the individual conviction of your spouse to follow their life to follow Jesus with mm. their whole lives yeah. and that is what Maria is saying because it is such a crucial thing and you will spend the rest of your life with this person mm-hmm. find that person somewhere where these people are produced you yeah. know so if you have to travel to whatever, to Brazil or to China or to America, yeah. who cares about that? <laughs> Just go there to find a person of quality because you're going to spend the rest of your life with this person. <laughs> like it's even crazy to think to not do that. Okay, yes. But, All right, I but, got really okay, passionate. Yes, you did. That's fine. But I'm just also thinking the yes. other side. <laughs> like don't, by saying it like that, it sounds like you're making it an idol. Like you're like putting everything about this man. And I would just 
maybe twist a little bit just of what to bring said. a balance in there yeah like you don't you're not traveling for the sake of meeting your husband but you're tra- you're, you're you're trying to find the community of believers that love jesus and follow him like on fire, like lay their lives down for him. It's not just for the sake of meeting your husband, but you just want to run the race with people who are running the same way. Mm. And then that's a good place where you'll meet your husband. That's what I was actually saying. All of a sudden somebody's running next to you. Yeah, exactly. Because um, it's more, it's everything that we're saying is not just about, (laughs) is not just about your husband. I hope you figured that out. But every podcast we make, it's actually about Jesus. Yeah, it's coming and all back to the gospel. If you like every everything, like if you make the goal trying to find the husband, you've limited the the quality of your life. But if you make the goal laying your life down for Jesus, you find amazing friends, amazing husband, community, purpose, calling. Everything falls in perfectly. So if you make Jesus the goal, everything else falls into place. And I think that's what we're getting at with like. You know, the vision for your life, what's the vision for your life? Not just in the area of marriage, but who do you want to be as a Christian? <laughs> are you all in are you ever are you are all your eggs in one basket, so to speak? Like are you fully committed to laying your life down for the gospel? Or are you um or are you like kind of separating, compartmentalizing your life into different areas like dating life, career life, this life, that life? Because if Jesus isn't king of every area, you will not see the fruit that you could if he is. Yeah. Um, you will not see his kingdom manifest in the areas where you are king. Yeah. And so that's why things like community is important. Like these are the people you run with. Do you want to run with people who burn for Jesus the way you do? Or are you going to, is that something you're willing to sacrifice for the convenience of something else? Mm. I don't even know what. And then also, we also want to, you know, bring in, yeah, I, I just realized that I got really passionate about this thing, <laughs> which which I think, like, I'm not I'm not taking anything back. Mm. I totally believe in that. Mm. However, I want to bring also the other side of that in, that um, it comes it comes with a price, and sometimes it it's it looks very different to the way we expect it. Mm. Like like Maria and I, we live in Norway right now, mm. and um, we never thought about coming to Norway, mm. you know, and building community. Or like, you know, starting out this journey with Jesus, like Jesus, Jesus is perfect. He has everything played out, but sometimes in our own brokenness or in our incompleteness and mm. the way we like, just because we don't trust him, for example, sometimes we have to reap the consequences of our unbelief mm. in a sense. So I'm, what I'm saying with that is there is also a process sometimes of like, um, you know, finding community or finding the right place and also making that sacrifice and trusting him and stuff like that. Mm. I'm just saying that because you just said, you know, if you follow Jesus, everything will fall into place. Mm. That is true from his side. Mm. However, sometimes it's hard for us to receive that actually because uh, yeah. of our incompleteness. Or our, our, well, not incompleteness. I would say well, the beliefs of our heart. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Because yeah. of our, because, because, yeah. Well, we actually yeah. believe in it. We're not incomplete. We have Jesus. That's the true. reality is that we, we're whole. We're actually very whole. We're not broken. But yes. what we need to do is let our heart be transformed to realize how whole we are and how that is true. complete we are in Him. That's a very good word, Maria. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder. That's all, very all good. All G, all good. <laughs> yeah, all G, all G. But um, what I mean with incompleteness, yeah, is um, our, our heart being aligned to mm. what is already true in our spirit. Mm. Because the spirit is completely renewed. Our heart sometimes lingers a little bit in our 
like old old mindsets or whatever. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And um, so yeah. it's aligning if, the if heart. That, if your truth. heart, yeah, if your heart is aligned with truth, if Jesus' truth becomes your truth, um, you know that is the place where all of that will fall mm. into place. Yeah. So, so yeah. the moral of the story is choose and pursue Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, there's so much more I want to say, but this is such a big topic, Man, you know? I don't know how we got from the question, like, how do you steward your male relationships? Jesus. But that's the how truth, guys. Jesus. If you're a Christian, it's all, it's Jesus. It's Jesus or it's it's Jesus. It's Jesus or nothing. <laughs> Everything comes back to Jesus. Yeah. And that's not just the Sunday school answer anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the reality of our lives. Yes. As Christians. It's so true. Yeah. A really an amazing man of God. He once, he said that he learned one thing from his mother. And she said, if you have to add anything to the name of Jesus, you are in sin. Wow. (laughs) That's pretty radical, Mm. but pretty right. (laughs) If you have to add anything to Jesus, if you want to add your own strength. Mm. True. That's a great definition of sin. There we go. Yeah. Well, Uh, okay. All right. We should probably wrap it up. We've gone over time. Let's wrap it up. Wow. We're almost 50 minutes. But I think this is an interesting one. People will enjoy it, I hope. Yeah. Again, (laughs) we said we love rabbit trails. Yeah. But there are some rabbit trails that are just beautiful and we want to walk them. Yeah. Thanks for walking through the rabbit trails with us today, guys. Yep. And uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and questions. Um, mm-hmm. and, and as you can see, it is even for us as we discuss this topic, mm-hmm. it is a wrestle and mm-hmm. it, is a, it is a balance. There's no entire right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, the only right is actually Jesus, as we said in the end, you know, mm-hmm. but he looks differently in every, in every life. So... As we are, we are all wrestling together in a sense to mm. see how truth applies to our individual lives. Mm. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. We hope you enjoyed this. Yeah. <laughs> and really, my hope is that this has caused you to think more, question more what you believe and think. Ultimately, I hope that you take this with your relationship with Jesus and ask him and get answers from him and not from me or from Felix. Mm-hmm. But that our dialogue and our conversation, even like our moments of passion or our moments of, I don't know, you know, questions. and But like that they would all cause you now to go on your own questions and your own journeys. Mm-hmm. My hope is that you have more questions now. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so check out Maria's Instagram, yes. Sister Talk. Yes. And, and uh, our website where we have some blogs about other topics yeah maria writes amazing blogs and uh stay tuned yeah we love y'all more questions to be answered soon all right okay bye Bye guys